Hey everybody, uh, this is Henry Bourne, and we are back with another episode of Muni Pros Podcast. I am alongside my great friend, uh, okay, good friend and co-host. <laughs> Not great. Uh, okay, great, great friend. Go. Fantastic friend, Chet <laughs> Jamison. And uh, we're back with another exciting week on the PGA Tour. A couple other, you know, Champions Tour. We got we got a lot to talk about this week, Chad. Yeah, we got a ton. We're looking forward to it. So, but uh, let's you get know, into the action. Let's get in. We got a lot to go here. We got to start with the man himself. Uh, I think it's uh, other than maybe Colin. This this has been his year, and that man is Hideki Matsuyama. Hideki. And the best part for this case is he won the Zozo Championship. Which is in Japan. Yep. And I, I know... Hometown hero. Yeah, the hometown hero. And I know we've wanted... Uh, or not we, but uh, Hideki himself has stated multiple times in interviews that, you know, he, he wants to win in Japan. And obviously, you know, on the PGA Tour, there isn't a lot of uh, tournaments out there. So... Just so happy to see him finally get 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 wow get the job done on uh, on his home soil, and he did it did it pretty handily too. He did well for sure, winning by five. That was huge. So and my pick again, unbelievable again, Un- unbelievable. But how let's just say this: how impressive is it that we've picked three straight winners? I I, I do think that that's, is that's pretty, pretty impressive. impressive. Yeah. I I. I honestly didn't think Hideki would win simply because he was playing in Japan. That's why is that? It's too much pressure. I mean, I think he puts a lot of pressure. We saw kind of what happened at uh, you know the Olympics. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was very excited for the Olympics. I thought. Uh, well, here's the thing. I think the Olympics is much a lot. Well, it is. I don't. It's think. obviously a lot a different. Lot, yeah. A lot different. A lot bigger. And because you're actually, I mean, you represent your country no matter where you go, but to be able to do that specifically in the Olympics, it definitely put a lot more pressure on him that week than I think well, this week. But and I, I would probably argue that he felt just uh, a lot more pressure because not only, you know, I mean, he was representing Japan, but it was in Japan for this Olympics. So right. all to, all already, you know, I, I just thought, you know, going into the Zozo, he was not my pick simply because. But here we are. Here we are. He got the dub. He played well. I know um, – you know, the problem with the Zozo is it is a little bit uh, hard for us to watch here in the States because uh, mm-hmm. the coverage is, is late at night. So I didn't get to see a lot, but I did get to see a couple highlights. Uh, and I, I watched um, just some golf channel and was trying to gather it all. But, um, you know, Hideki hit that three wood. You know, he had a big lead and he's still ballsy, man. Dude, he just went for it. He sent it. And, and I love it. I love it. And I love my favorite part about all the little clips I've seen of Hideki is is definitely, you know, the guy is just won the Masters, and I think he barely cracked a smile when that happened. I mean, he he was certainly excited, right? But I mean, you'd think he just won the lottery yeah. after the Zozo, <laughs> after that, you know, seventy second green. Yeah. I mean, the guy was cheesing. Yeah, sticking his head through the trophy and smiling, and he's just he had fun this week and loved to see it. Uh, you know, absolutely, you love to see it, and and I mean, it's so funny. He he had that quote. Uh, you know, he won the Masters, mm-hmm. and then he went on to Zozo, and he said, you know. If you're gonna emulate anybody on a golf course, it's gotta be Tiger Woods. Gotta and what did be. what did Tiger Woods do in 2019? Same thing. Masters win to Zozo. Yep. Uh, so you know, hopefully, uh, we're gonna see, you know, Hideki maybe do something a little different 
instead of getting in a car accident or something. <laughs> hopefully, no, yeah. Yeah, hopefully don't emulate happen. Tiger anymore. But um, yeah, I I mean just just a big year for Hideki. You know, I always sit here and think like, man, Hideki's been around for forever, right. uh, and he's only 27, 28. Just crazy. I. First of all, feels like he's done so much. <laughs> well, I feel like I've been seeing Hideki Matsuyama's name since I was uh, a youngin. Right. Yeah. And the fact he pauses at the top of his backswing. Well, yeah, I do remember <clears throat> thinking that was crazy. Which he actually has done a great job of almost getting that all the way out. Almost, but <laughs> it's still a little it's, bit. There. It's it's his signature move, so I don't want to see it to go away. I don't want 100%. it to go away. I don't want it to go away either. And I, I remember. Uh, all they had like uh, you know how the PJ Tour does those videos where they um, kind of interview everybody and it's more of a lighthearted interview. It's, right. Yeah. Well, they're interviewing, and the question was for like JT, you know, all these guys, what could you do in time between when, in the pause on Hideki's backswing? <laughs> backswing? <laughs> and he said he could. Pl- uh, there was a couple guys who were like you know I could play the hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like chug a beer. Yeah. <laughs> And it really is kind of Hideki's, you know, big thing. And I don't want it to see it go, but he absolutely has shortened that pause a little bit. Yeah, his swing sure. look, obviously, he's swinging well right now. But, you know, we had, he had the Olympics. He's won the Masters. He's won the Zozo. He was in the mix there for a couple tournaments. You know, he, obviously, after you win the Masters, you're, you're a major contender. Um, you know, this upcoming season... What do we think? Are we going to see a hangover, you know, a hungover Hideki? Or are we going to see maybe this 28-year-old find his stride and and find his, you know, his, uh, a stretch of golf that we haven't seen someone put together in a while where right. he has another three, four win season? Yeah, I think, in my opinion, it'll be a breakout year for him. I mean, he's been around, it seems like, forever. Um, been right in the mix, but he could just explode and have maybe at least five wins this season. That's that's you're going five. five, You're going five. He's got one early. He's got one early. Yeah, it was in his home country. That's totally an advantage. Oh, (laughs) yeah. As I just completely had the other point like ten minutes ago. But this this field was very strong this week, so it's very impressive to see him win early on in the season with this strong of a field. Um, but if Tiger comes back, I don't know. Oh, yeah, the Zozo's Tigers. <laughs> the Zozo's Tigers. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not going to go and say he's going to have a five-win season. I really am kind of torn. I could see Hideki keeping this keeping this momentum going, but I could also he, – he is one of those people who doesn't do anything. We have no reason to pick him, and then he comes out one week and just starts firing. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's going to be the case. I do think we're going to get a two – Two two in season two maybe three you know that's obviously including the Zozo right. so um, could just be one you never know yeah I mean you still know it could be one of those cases where he only wins one but he's always in the mix always in the top ten right right so I and you know I think we're really gonna see where where I'd like to see Hideki break out is another major yeah. um, because now he knows he can do it oh yeah hundred percent he's definitely getting that confidence to where. All right, I've won the Masters. I've won this early on in the season. I have nothing to lose at this point. At, yeah, at this point. Nothing to lose. Yeah. Exempted next year already. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, and gets to play Masters now for the rest of his life. So, what is there to lose? Exactly. And, 
That just gives you so much more confidence and freedom to be able to experiment with things, one, and just have way more fun with the game and not put as much pressure on yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I really think, um, you know, I think right now Hideki's definitely having fun. Oh, 100%. Uh, and, of course, it's always fun when you win. So, yeah, you know, going forward, I, I think, you know, like I said, uh, basically next season it's either going to be a 5 to 10 win season according to Chet you know or five or we're going to get, <laughs> get a 3 <laughs> win season imagine 10 win season oh I, my god i don't think we've seen that since oh tiger yeah. <laughs> at some point he what had an 11 didn't he have an 11 no i don't think so i don't remember don't ask me about it don't even take that whatever we just said about Tiger and eleven win yeah. season, that's probably not true. We've no. mentioned Tiger every episode. I know it's only episode four, but it probably will continue. Yeah, it's not gonna stop. It, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> Any stat you it's like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, except the in golf it's the six degrees of Tiger Woods. <laughs> did you see what Charlie Hoffman said about Tiger? I did not. So he mentioned uh he said he talked to Tiger. I forget what it was on. It may have been Twitter I saw it on. I think I sent it to you, but uh, oh yeah, right here. Charlie Hoffman asked about what he's hearing regarding Tiger Woods. I expect he will be out here sometime soon, and hopefully competing to win. So it's I, we're getting. I mean, we already had the idea that you he's said, coming you back. S- you said Charlie Hoffman, right? Charlie Hoffman. It it doesn't surprise me at all that the biggest neck on tour <laughs> <laughs> is sticking his neck out, saying Tiger's gonna hopefully win. No, he's coming hopefully back and winning. He says, "Hopefully competing." That dude, that dude wakes up competing. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, by the way, that's copyrighted and trademarked. Biggest neck on tour (laughs) per Henry Bourne. All right, that's me. I said it. You heard it here first, folks. Oh my goodness. Uh, But seriously, if you don't know who Charlie Hoffman is, just do a quick Google, and uh, you'll see the guy's got. Pretty sure that his his neck is actually in a different area code than his house. Oh my goodness! All but, right, let's take it easy uh, on the guy. What? I mean, hey, hey, hey. he's he's the best Thursday round Masters player of all time. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> but uh, he needs to get rid of that green glove, though. I mean, I don't I know. know. He's sponsored by Waste Management, but I mean, he can get rid of that his game's glove. trash. <laughs> anyway, I think he had that one round the Masters and thought he was entitled to wear a green glove now. No, you know, closest thing to a green jacket he can get, probably. Probably, Man, we are roasting him. I'm yeah. so sorry, Charlie. I know you're not listening to this podcast, but what if, what if by chance he's like the one guy who checks it out? <laughs> he's just like, oh my god, <laughs> he just makes him cry. He retires. Yeah, <laughs> gets neck surgery. <laughs> oh my. Anyway, we're gonna jump That's to enough a, of that. Yeah. We're gonna jump to a little lesser known uh, player here. Uh, McK- <laughs> what? What? It's just. I don't know why we just targeted Charlie Hoffman. <laughs> we mentioned Tiger and then Charlie Hoffman in the same sentence, and this is what happens. Yeah, well, you don't disrespect the don't disrespect. <laughs> but uh, we're going to talk about Mackenzie Hughes. Uh, so I'm going to lay out a couple numbers for you. So he finished this week at the Zozo, tied fourth. We have last week a tied 25th at the CJ Cup. I want to go back a couple months. Okay. Tied sixth at the Open. Mm-hmm. And had or was tied, I couldn't find like a legit leaderboard. I do remember him. He was either tied or in the lead at the U.S. Open going into Sunday, but ended up um, outside the top ten with a plus six final round. Mm. Um, but 
we're seeing a little bit. I mean, despite that Sunday round final, uh, you know, that plus six final round, I think McKenzie Hughes is a guy we got to keep an eye on next year. Just simply, I mean, he, he has two majors, one where he's completely in the mix. Uh, tied six at the Open, Royal uh, St. George. That's pretty solid as well. It was yeah. playing t- pretty tough that week. Um, you know, what are your thoughts? I know I'm throwing you yeah, for Yeah, you did. I wasn't expecting to talk about this, but here we are. It's a podcast, so that's impressive. I didn't know he was up there in the Open, you said? Yeah, the Open. Tied for six, I think. Ah, it's impressive. He's He's a solid player. He's another one of those sneaky guys where you don't expect to be up there, and he's just there sometimes. Right. And you don't even notice that he's up there at moments, but he's a good player for sure. Um, I mean, he has one PJ Tour victory, so I mean, he can win. He knows he can win. He knows he can win. Yeah, That's but a good point. it's people say the hardest one to get is the first one, which it is. But after getting that first win, it's how can you keep that consistency afterwards? Because I feel I know. I mean, obviously, I haven't won a PJ Tour event, but this is just my opinion. That once you win that first one, it's kind of like you take that deep breath. It's like, okay, I got this. I did and you it. Kind of let your let your guard down. Did you say you did it. No, no, I was pretending like. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. I, was, I didn't do it. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I was like, what? I did not get the right context for that. But anyway, so yeah, you kind of let your guard down. I feel like sometimes, and you kind of just relax because you're exempt the next year fully. Then if you don't start having that consistency again. We're seeing some semblance of results that right. are not a top 25. Right. Like yeah. you're wanting top 10s. Right, yeah. You start feeding for, for more. and Well, then I think I think you bring up a great point. After you get that first win, if you don't see the results, mm. now the pressure is even more because you know you can do it. Yeah. But but it's it's then you start getting frustrated. You start getting stressed because you're like, what am I doing wrong? And I can't figure this out. We saw it with Jordan Spieth. He couldn't figure it out. <laughs> there, there we go, baby. <laughs> yeah. We got our two check marks. <laughs> Goat number two. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I feel like everybody goes through a slump. It happens. It's golf. It happens. I mean, we go through slumps every other day. <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. The, the first next four day. holes on Sunday. Right. I was yeah. like, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> but you still have that in the back of your mind to where you can win. Have you done this before? It's just what am I doing wrong and what can I fix to get to that point again? And I feel like a lot of it is just taking a step back and realizing less is more. Yeah, don't overcomplicate Don't it. overcomplicate things. Like we've struggled with that in college and high school. You're like, okay, I got to do this, you know, drop my hands, you know, stop going over the top, rotate at the same time, keep right shoulder on top. It's just like Th- – That's what you think about when you swing? <laughs> Actually, yeah. But <laughs> anyway, it's just you need to take a step back and just swing the club. I mean, look at Dustin Johnson. He said that. Just swing. He's like, I don't know. I just go out here and play golf, hit the ball around, you know. <laughs> Dustin Johnson's a freak, all right? And, and, He's and built a, different. In a good way. I mean, the guy, the guy doesn't – think uh, right there's, yeah. a, there's a lot which of, is the hardest part in golf is to not think because for me I get frustrated and I think oh if I'd done this it would have went this way and it's just like move on to the next shot let it go you know oh you yeah. got what you got so deal with it 
I, abs- absolutely. It, it's sorry, I ranted there, but no, you're okay. It, it's hard. I mean, uh, I think, in my opinion, I definitely think we can. We're gonna see Mackenzie Hughes get that um, <clears throat> that second win this year, just because right. you know he he's had a couple good finishes in majors. Mm-hmm. You know, tied fourth at the Zozo. He's trending well at you know with any any uh, tour player right now though. Uh, you know, he's trending kind of in the right direction, but they do have the break, and I always mm-hmm. feel like that break. Um, you can either capitalize on it or, or lose a lot yeah, of it. Yeah, or you're going to be like Ricky and Jordan yeah. and have a baby, and who knows what's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, I I, uh, I just wanted to throw that but in there. you saw Ricky. He's having a baby girl. Oh, girl dad. Girl yeah. dad Rick. I, I can see Ricky being a He's going to be a great – he's going to be a great dad. And, oh, I mean, yeah. Allison Stoke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh but no, I just wanted to throw Mackenzie Hughes in there because if you're yeah. listening, Mackenzie, uh you we, we want to see you win again. And your neck is just a normal size. It so is. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations on that. But uh another guy, we've talked about him every week who's not named Tiger Woods and uh Jordan Spieth. Colin Morikawa. Yeah. I mean, he's always up there. He's on a tear. You guys shouldn't be shocked at all. So, but actually, oh yeah, okay. I had the leaderboard up, and I I know I saw Colin Morikawa on there, and yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't find him, and I was like, did he not play? <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking on that, oh yeah, I go- made two picks that weren't even playing this year, but they're on the the leaderboard, the leaderboard. So I don't know, and I tried to figure it out, but I don't know if they dropped out or they were. It was just misinformation. You know so. what I think it is? I think it's that the PGA Tour does not know how to run applications or websites. Right, because Be- PGA Tour Fantasy sucks. Their their regular app sucks, yeah. but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but no, Colin Morikawa finished tied seventh, uh, five under for the week, with uh, you know, a, you know, he's just playing consistent right now, and he's a top ten machine. Just moved up to number two in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he just won the Open. I think, you know, I don't know what, what the limit is for this guy, but, you know, we're I think we're on the verge of seeing a 2015 Jordan or a 2014 mm. Jason Day. And you said five wins for Hideki. <laughs> I was just saying it could go either way. You know, <laughs> five wins is very bold. I'm thinking we're going to see... I think we could see four or five wins from Colin Morikawa this year. You're not wrong. We could see it from anybody. You just don't know. But well, I mean, that is golf. But <laughs> that is. Colin is, we've mentioned it before, probably one of the most consistent ball strikers on tour right now. So having that in the bag and being every week, just knowing that that's going to work for you, that's <laughs> that's the strongest thing you can lean on. Oh, it's it's crazy. I. And he's got the best smile on tour. Yeah. Uh, he's got everything. And the cutest dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got everything going for him right now. Um, you know, you you said this earlier. I even think I think you brought it up a little bit last week. Golf, you're, you're going to have slumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I truly feel that Colin is going to be one of those people who his slumps aren't actually slumps. I think he's, he's going to be one of the people who year in, year out, is he's gonna be a DJ. He's gonna get at least one win a year. Yeah, I agree. I don't. Yeah, I won't put it past him. He's got that. He's got the fight in him to where he won't ever go away. I also, for some reason, he just strikes me as the guy who does not carry a bad round, a mm. bad shot with him. 
it's that personality he's got for sure. Like I mentioned it, you just got to move on to the next shot, and he does that very well. Very well. Very yeah. well. And that's our heart. You, you've seen him out of these crazy bunker shots. Like, uh, he, he he knows what he's working with, and he knows – I think he has in the back of the mind how close can I get, and if I get this close, that's the best I can do, you know? You don't right. have to go out there and try to make it every every day, but – he, yeah, he's just insane. I, I, uh, he's definitely one of uh, top of my list. I want, I want to go see at the memorial because obviously he's he's yeah. gonna play at the memorial. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've talked about our expectations. We know we got we got big expectations for Colin, but uh, kind of flipping gears here, we got the young guy Colin. Uh, let's jump ahead forty years. <laughs> <laughs> So this is the first week I've not had the topics, and it scares me. Wow! I mean, I I know I, it doesn't scare me, but it's actually just, you do I have. Don't, I do. Uh, you have one, and it's listed as secret chat topic. It's not secret, but I mean, I just didn't tell you. Yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess it's a secret. So, <laughs> yeah. What 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 I is? I shared this? it with Grant today. Wow. You know what? It's because I want you to be surprised. Grant told me. No, he didn't. You're right. You know. <laughs> um. Bernard Longer. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, a pretty storied career on the PGA Tour, a Masters champion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of one of the old breed, but or he not kind of he is one of the old breed, but yeah. without a doubt, uh, a stud. But we're gonna jump to the Champions Tour now, which for casual listeners out there, Champions Tour is fifty years of age and up. Yep. Uh, very competitive, a little bit more lighthearted, I think, mm-hmm. than the PGA Tour. Yeah. They still have majors. You know, it's still a professional golf league. Right. They're good. They're very <laughs> talented. Yeah, they're incredible. We get smoked by them. But, you know, it just doesn't have that electricity that... Don't have as many fans. and Yeah, but Bernard Longer, 64 years of age, oldest to win on the Champions Tour, and the guy who, by the way, this is just, uh, he just won this week. Yep. But for the last five years, Bernard Longer has been winning nonstop. But he is three wins away from tying Hale Irwin with 45 wins, which <sighs> would be most in Champions Tour history. It's impressive. Chet, uh, you know, Phil's going going Champions Tour here probably sort of soon. Um you know, Hale Irwin is Hale Irwin. I, I he, he's pretty much retired at this point. Yeah. Uh, Bernard Longer, goat of the Champions Tour. I mean, is he? I think is he, so. Is he going to get three, four, ten more? I think he will. I don't feel like he's going to quit anytime soon. You know, he's consistently winning, and consistently up there at the top. So we keep mentioning with other players, but uh, well. If, you, Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I, I got excited. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> if he's going to consistently win, and he obviously has that in the back of his head, three more wins, that's not much to him, I feel like, on the Champions Tour. Not at this point, no. He is old, but, I mean, he's competing. I mean, he can't beat that that age, and he's having fun, I'm sure, out there with all his buddies, you know, just hitting it around, well, having it's a good the, time. It's the same guys out there yeah. you know, all the time. Right. You know, and, and I, I know I watched him win one tournament, um, and he, he finished up. You know, he did his scorecard stuff. And then he just – his daughters are there. He had a glass of whiskey neat or something, <laughs> like just, just chilling. That's awesome. Uh, so I just actually looked up. He has 118 official professional wins. 
two masters, uh, a, a Sea Pines Heritage. That was in the PGA Tour. I, I'm not really. I don't think that tournament exists. It's from 1985. We weren't even thought of, Chet. Right. Um, but then you, you kind of, you, he really did well on the European Tour. Uh, but I really think, you know, he has two masters, but I really think the state, like the, the legacy he's leaving behind is going to be on the champions tour. I mean, Oh, hundred percent. I, I fully believe he is going to, he's going to break the record and break it handily. Yeah. I've watched the guy ball striker. We talk about Colin Morikawa. I'd kill for Bernard Longer's ball striking. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And, and all those old guys, unless you're John, you know, big John Daly, they hit it pretty, pretty consistently straight and they still hit it pretty far. Right. Yeah. I was just looking here. He's fifth. On driving accuracy percentage, take a guess at what it is. Percentage, oh, driving accuracy. It's got it's got to be ninety two percent. No, he's fifth. That, oh, you said fifth. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, eighty eighty one. Seventy seven percent. That was close. Guess what his green and regulations percentage is? He's second. Mm, eighty three. Seventy three. Uh, I'm giving him. A lot of credit. You here. are, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's just so impressive. And hitting the fairway seventy-seven percent of the time, and then hitting on the green seventy-three percent of the time. Yeah, and these aren't your Muni courses. No, these are not. <laughs> these are very difficult courses, and it's just very impressive to see. And we obviously wish we could do that, but but yes. You know. uh, so I I just wanted to look this up real quick, and we can go ahead and move on here. But so. Bernard Longer is obviously, you know, he's he's pretty old, but he has won 42 events in let's see since 2007. Okay, that's 15 years. Hang on. I'm I'm really 14, 14. years. Oh yeah, that that's fast math. I'm so bad at math. I apologize. It's okay. Even though you're working finance. So I mean, <laughs> not only has he won 42 Oh, I am in finance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Not only has he won forty-two, but this guy has been playing consistent championship golf yeah. for fourteen up or almost to fifteen years. We could have rounded That's up. Insane. You could have gave me credit on the fast math there. That's we okay. we could have just rounded up. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but my, I also want to just give a shout out to uh, the man, only man in in our uh, close friend group here that would actually be watching. Mm-hmm. Not that I wouldn't watch it, but. Usually we're watching the PGA Tour, you know. Watching, so, yeah. But my dad is the one who who gave us that topic. So big shout out there, Biggs. Yeah, Biggs. His name's his name's Sig. We call him Biggs because yeah. he's he's tiny. So <laughs> uh, we're gonna jump now. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Chet take the the lead on this one. Uh, this is your secret topic. Secret what topic. am I supposed? I don't know yeah. nothing. Okay, <laughs> so my cousin Winston Crozier works out at Scioto Reserve. Um, great course, pretty prestigious course in Ohio Yeah, and Columbus. Um, his boss, Corey, they were out playing the other day. I forget which course it was. Um, they're on a par three and, uh, Corey, his boss, I mentioned before again and again, uh, tees off and hits the hole with his golf ball and it lodges in the ledge of the cup. The, so half of the ball is in the cup. And it, but it's in its divot. It's in the divot. In the cup. In the cup. It's not a hole in one. It's not a hole in one. Nope. Because it didn't hit the bottom of the cup. How pissed off would you be 
if that happened to you. Oh god, I would never play Dude, this. Dude, I would cry. I, well, you 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 couldn't cry. You're not allowed to cry if that happens to you now. You already have one. Still. Still you you have one. I'm scared. My biggest fear is that <laughs> I'm going to go my entire right life without getting one. <laughs> That's what I thought and then it happened two rounds in a row. Didn't you do it over at 11? What hole did you do it on? 11. At Turtle. No, I did it at well, first one was at Beechwood and hole number seven on Woodland. Oh, that's a good hole to have a hole in Yeah. Line. It was like blowing thirty mile an hour winds right to left. Was it it, it wasn't was, a tournament, so, was it? No. Just playing with some buddies. So they had it was back whenever uh COVID just happened. And they had the Oh, this is recent. Yeah. Is that your first like two one? Two years ago. It twenty it yeah, I guess it's twenty nineteen. It really has been yeah. COVID didn't COVID started in twenty twelve. Anyway, no, continue. Was 20, I don't know. Either way. So the noodles were in the cup. They were the same height as the cup. Oh, Beachwood. Yeah, Beachwood. But the ball was sitting. It wasn't touching the flag and it wasn't out of the cup. It was sitting perfectly on top of the noodle. You gotta count that, right? Oh, that's a hole in one. That's if it's not if it's uh, in that's between better the than a hole in one. Yeah. How, how did you do <laughs> that? Odds, I don't know. <laughs> how did you even get so it to it was a flighted pitching wedge. Okay, so it skipped up and did one of those hop hop, skip, stop, and I think it just rolled perfectly up on top of the noodle. That's Because, like, we can still see the ball. It ticks me off it didn't, like, drop in the cup. You know, I didn't have that satisfaction. Right. So I couldn't tell. You only had one, right? Hole in one? Yeah. And I've had two. I back-to-back rounds. So I'll tell you the next one. Yeah, go ahead. Just continue. So, yeah, that was I was sad I couldn't see it drop because of the noodle. But anyway, second one was at Turnberry in Columbus as well. I don't even think I've ever been out there. It's a fun track. It sounds it. great. Yeah, we I, need to play it. The other Turnberry I know. It's very wide open, so it's scoreable, but... I, I, greens are a little tricky, I guess. Oh, I like. Um, I, I like it all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was on a hole sixteen. Yes, sixteen, two hundred fifteen yard par three. Not now respect already. Respect. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of an elevated green, a little bit, not really. Uh, there's a bunker front left. The pin is right behind the bunker, front left. And so I hit this five iron. Oh, just flushed it. Both of these times I've had these hole-in-ones, it felt like no other shot in my life. Just so pure. And I hit every shot pure. Why don't I have one yet? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So couldn't see the see the hole at all because of this bunker. The lip of the bunker kind of came up over the green. Um, couldn't even see it. And it looked, never left the flag. We're like, that's got to be super close. And we were walking up. We were walking that day. We are like, is that in? We are like, no, it's not in. We are like, yeah, it's in. Kept getting closer. We're like, no, no, no. There's no way. Walk up, and it's in the hole. So you didn't even get to see that one drop? I didn't even get to see that one drop. At least that one but went still, in the hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at least you got a satisfaction of pulling it out of the right, hole. Right, yeah. So, what'd you, so what'd you shoot for the round? 71. You tell me you shot two under in one hole, <laughs> and you shot one under? Yeah. Wow. I'm still one under par, I guess, but I mean yeah, I mean marginal. So the whole before that I doubled. <laughs> Dude, voice crack. What is oh my, Yeah, get a drink, get a drink. Yeah, I mean so what did what did your what did Winston's boss say about this whole I I didn't get any feedback from him. I should have asked him. Um That's crazy. I mean, 
FaceTime Winston, I guess. Get him on the pod. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> He's I, you, probably working. So. But, uh, I mean. Well, whenever we get Winston on the podcast. We'll have to we'll, tell us yeah, about we'll it. I mean, tell us about it more. So you got, I don't know a whole lot. But you got to just, you got to fix your ball. We'll, we will put the picture on Instagram and Twitter of what we're talking about because it's insane. Yeah, we'll absolutely get that here, tweeted, show you right now. tweeted out here after uh, after the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> how heartbreaking! It it isn't a hole in one though because it's not. the worst part is is he so he has to fix the divot and then mark it or no? You basically, just place your ball on the lip of the cup and it falls in. Mm, that hurts. That it hurts does. so bad. Because look at the divot. So it's right above the plastic part. So. Because the divot's right above the plastic part. So if it hits, if it's a centimeter lower, not even, maybe a millimeter lower, it, falls it hits in. the plastic cup and falls in. Oh, man. But yeah. We'll, I mean, we'll get this posted. Now, had he ever had a hole-in-one? I'm not sure. Well, we got to find that. I'll text Winston. We got to find out. Because um, that would be even worse. Imagine never having a hole-in-one, hitting it in the cup, but it's on the divot, so you have to mark it. Yeah. It's a birdie. We love tap-in birdies, don't but we? We do. 100% <laughs> can't deny it, but it's just devastating. Well, that was that was a good little secret topic there, Chad. I, yeah. I didn't know where you were taking that. Uh, Winston sent me a picture. I was like, I thought he did it at first. but Well, I just am glad that now everyone on the airwaves knows that I'm the one on the podcast that doesn't have a hole-in-one. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give you one of mine, but you didn't earn it. So. But I will say, folks, I've been close. Um, he has. Been in close a couple I times. I saw him lip out one before. Well, Hole when, six. Turtle. When was that? This summer. Oh, I remember that one. I, I As soon as I hit it, I was like, this isn't enough club. Yeah, you're like, it's short. <laughs> it just kept rolling and it lips out. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, But, hey, I'm going to get one someday. You will. It'll happen. And See, Winston, I didn't I didn't think it would happen for me, and it happens. I'm hoping for the sake of sanity of your Winston's boss, he already has one. Yeah. Just so he yeah, can. I, I text him, so if he'll respond. But uh, we're going to jump. This upcoming week, we have and probably the greatest uh, tournament name, one of the greatest tournament names of the season, the Butterfield. Butterfield. Bermuda Championship. All right, well, how does that. What is Butterfield? I'm just confused where they... I'm going to assume it's a sponsor, but I've never heard of what Butterfield... I mean, hang on real quick. We can yeah, just we'll check. figure this out. Port Royal Golf Course. <laughs> I typed in Butterfield, and it's just a farm market. So Maybe? What is Butterfield? It is. <laughs> so... It is a topographic name for someone who lived by a pasture for cattle or at a dairy farm. I, I don't think I don't, think, I don't think that's that's what this is. But yeah, big thing with this tournament, um, there is not a lot. I mean, we could talk about a lot with this tournament. We just don't really know enough about a lot of these players. This is a smaller uh, field. It's not really a smaller field. Um, but it's the, the strength of field, the different right. compared to the CJ Cup and the Zozo. Not a lot of big names this week. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys who you know either are rookies or um, you know guys who need to get um, you know a win or, or a top ten or just get you know focused on FedEx Cup points. Um, but with these smaller strength of field events, you know 
as a cat as a, as a fan like you know you and me uh it is a little bit harder to get into um simply yeah. because you just don't have you know that the big names you just yeah there's not a lot lot to it i mean i can read you a couple of these names um there's never really big names in this i feel like it's a lot of sponsor exemptions it is it is it's not i mean we see an adam hadwin we know who that guy is um but you know a lot of these guys are either older or younger and I, I, you know, it's a big tournament for them, which is why it is fun to watch. If I'll, I'll turn it on on a Sunday if it's coming down to the right, wire. Yeah. But, uh, you know, with these smaller strength of field events, what do you think? I mean, do you think they that I don't know how to how do I want to phrase this here for for the the field? Wow. <laughs> now I'm now I'm I'm backtracking. <laughs> Basically, you know, how can the tour get fans what, what do you think would be a way to get a fans involved with a field that doesn't have your jt's or your jordans or your i'll put it this way especially this week it's playing in bermuda so the placement of it has to do with a lot of it i feel like it i feel like um that that's a that's a valid point yeah yeah because it's beautiful <laughs> in bermuda it's beautiful that course has always been beautiful where they host it so a lot of people go there, I feel like, for vacation, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Probably am wrong. It's just an opinion. Just to – so, location's a lot of it for me, I feel like. Granted, there are still big names in this. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, we we say big names. We're just – we're not talking the top the ten. Top in ten. The world, yeah. yeah. So, you still got Matthew Fitzpatrick, Danny Willett. Patrick Reed, Brian Gay, which did you see the story on him about missing his flight? Oh, with the or he the, didn't miss his flight. He got the flight was off. weighted or weighed too yeah, much. Overweight and he got kicked off, so got there a little late. I know. Somebody tell that plane to go on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't fully know the answer to that. So it's just hard for me to say. I I mean I don't know. It is. It's a tough question. It is. Um I think, you know, and I do notice on some of these where the the strength of field is not top, you know, not compared to the CJ Cup or something. I do feel like the cameramen uh do take a lot more videos of like the landscape Oh, yeah. the birds yeah. you know <laughs> and they'll be telling you some random story like this rock was featured yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like yeah, i don't care it's like it's cool it's a beautiful place but show yeah show the show golf. golf which that could be said about the big big uh you know the fields in the, the major fields yeah i mean the masters every hole is a flower so yeah that is true well, that's traditions that's azalea it, it's a tradition unlike any other okay <laughs> um Ooh, gives me chills I can't wait. No, it's in April. Oh, April. April's I, right around the corner. I just can't wait for the Masters, dude. It's the best term of the year. Uh, I do want to point this out. We have talked about this this guy in the past couple weeks. Shocker. Uh, he is playing this week. Uh, Nick Watney. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think t- this dude, week's the week? It could be. Hundred percent. He's trending. This is a great opportunity for him. He is trending upward again. And the strength, like fantastic. We, like we just talked about, strength of field's not there, dude. I'd love to see him make a big comeback because he's been out of the mix for a while, a long time, a while. Um, which what's he ranked? 
FedEx Cup. He's oh, he's in the top ten right now. That's what I thought. Yeah. Hopefully he keeps it up. Love to see him in the FedEx Cup. That'd be great. He's got a long ways away. It's a long ways away for him. So if he can get a win under his belt early, that'd be great for him. Oh yeah, because that and he's definitely capable. That almost, almost, not maybe when it's this early in the season, but that almost guarantees you at least in the top one twenty-five for the playoffs. It's close, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I may be way wrong. It may not guarantee you, but I feel like I don't think it does. Just because I think it's three hundred points for a win. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. And then you got you just got to play consistent. So I mean, it's hard to tell, but. but yeah, I'm sorry, champion or receive 500 FedEx Cup points. But uh, we were, uh, you know, I just wanted to throw him in there. I, I'm excited. I, I actually might, you know, I'm going to try to tune in. Yeah. Uh, I have no plans this weekend. There you go. So I'm gonna, might going to try to tune in and watch, uh, see if I can't watch Nick Watney tear it up, you know. There you go, for sure. I, I also, I'm going to jump to my last, you know, my last little topic here. Well, can I talk about the course real quick? Oh, please, Chad. So... Here's going back to our debate, the other pod, the other episode. Yeah. About high, low score. S- high score, low score. Um, so this is a par 71, three par fives. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's already at an advantage for lower scores. Um, But it tips out only at 6,800 yards. So... It's gonna be sh- very, very low scores. You say that, but I it, they're in granted, Bermuda. They're in Bermuda. It's gonna be very windy. That's the only downside to playing on those beautiful I've, ocean. But I feel like normally this course plays very low. Well, and because you can hit those flighted shots all day long with that being that. Well, it's and sixty of a course. Look, sixty eight hundred when it's because it's like twenty thirty mile per hour wind gusts when you're yeah. on on the coast. Or an island, I guess. Yeah. It's not really the coast. But, um, you know, those guys, the, the reason we hate it is because we don't really, excuse me, uh, the farmers, it's harvest, okay? <laughs> My allergies. <laughs> um, but, no, we don't we don't practice enough. But 6,800 yards, even into the wind at 20, 25 miles per hour, per hour they make consistent enough contact that, Yes, it's going to affect their ball, but they're still going to be able to put themselves in position mm-hmm. um, to you know hit a second shot. When I'm hitting into a dead headwind, I, I, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Everything goes out. Everything I've ever done on the golf course goes out the window. <laughs> yeah, just because it's uh, exaggerated, especially with winds in your face. Because once you get a little spin on the golf ball, and just exaggerates it. Exactly. Any error you make is exasperated yeah, at that yeah, point. Yeah. So. But these guys, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I picked the right word there. So it's okay. <laughs> so it's just, it, it could go either way. I feel like this course is always played very low. So, Well, I am going to tune in this week. Yeah, um, I'll try to. I'll be on vacation. But where you, when you, how, when, What? I'm just going for the weekend up to Apple Valley. Might be playing Apple Valley with I, I, Brock and Dad. Where's that at? Northeast of Columbus. Mount Vernon area. Oh, oh! You told me that. That's that. You're gonna have to send pictures. We can. Uh, well, we can, we can be fall, fall golf. First fall, fall golf round for me. Oh, very exciting! So I haven't touched a club in a while. What day? Playing Sunday. Oh, you'll be good. All right with weather then. You yeah. should be. Might be a little brisk. 
It'll be a little brisk, but it's it's not going to be raining at least. Right. Um, But our last little topic here, I have to own up to a mistake I made first first episode. Yep. Uh, We got to talking about the PGA Tour rookie, Sahith Tagala. Um, And I incorrectly said that he would play for the international team and he was from South Africa when turns out he is from California. Yeah. But it could be, I didn't look a lot into it. Could be one of those Jason Day situations. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So, I mean, he could technically play for the international team, I think. Kind of like know. how Rory I could. don't know if he's like, yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So. But I do want to apologize for that little mistake by us. But yeah. he's back in play as well. Yes. Uh, PGA Tour rookie. So, you know, that's why Pop these tournaments again. these tournaments are so big for these guys. Like, yeah. th- if this guy gets a win, his whole life changes yeah immediately right. he's already up there in the fedex cup points just because of how well he did it is that sanderson farms yeah yeah yep. so uh if he if he's bringing back the same energy he did that week it could be it could be dangerous for yeah. sure yeah yeah and that's that's why golf's so hard you get this this well of talent uh kind of kind of coming up every year from the corn ferry from college and mm-hmm. whoa <laughs> that was a big one <laughs> dude <laughs> Holy cow. Well, I'm going to take a drink of water after that uh, one. <laughs> but, yeah, the wealth of talent. We mentioned episode one or two, I think, episode one. Uh, with Sanderson Farms, all these young guys coming in. It's in play this week as well. We don't. It's very hard to choose picks in these tournaments because you got those young bucks who come in so excited and ready just to tear it up. Because they have nothing to lose. So it's one end of the spectrum to the other with Hideki. He has wins already and won the Masters. He has nothing to lose. But also in this same sense, these young guys get these opportunities and they have nothing to lose. Yeah. You just got to tell yourself that. You yeah, got nothing to lose. Because if they do, <laughs> yeah, then they're back uh, They're back on the corn yeah. ferry. Or... So they got to perform, perform very well. And I wouldn't put it past them to be up there in the mix again this week so well uh chet you managed to uh pick correctly mm, again, again i did i picked hideki with so, only three picks in play this week yep. i wasn't worried about it so Hank was kind of mad but so okay. the record is now two and one two and one being chet two me one yep uh this week uh, you can you can bet on who you want but there is no favorite <laughs> there is really not uh, they have Matthew Fitzpatrick in the power rankings on PGA Tour websites number one this week. Um, we're doing pickums right now, right? Correct. Yeah. So <laughs> I am not going with Matthew Matthew Fitzpatrick right now. I am going with Christian Bazoon out. Uh, I'm gonna butcher the spelling of this in our little <laughs> Google Doc. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. B E Z. Uh huh. U I. Uh huh. D E N. Uh huh. H O U T. Oh my! I mean, that's easy. Bazooting out. Wow. So yeah, I don't even. I only know how to pronounce that because of announcers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, solid pick. The guy seems to always be in the top ten. Yeah. Uh, or top at least top twenty. He he always, um, you know, he he goes on little runs. He he seems yeah. to fizzle out on Sunday, yeah. but he's forty three in the World Golf Rankings. Um, he finished seventh in Arnold Palmer. Uh, last year, so he's up there. He has five international victories. So. I was gonna say he he really does well in the European. He, even he plays does. most of his 
his time on the on the European tour as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my pick, I am gonna go. He's made over a million dollars. I didn't know that. I mean, that's what professional golfers do. I know. But. <laughs> uh, I am gonna go with a off the wall. I think anything's off the wall this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna shoot here. I'm gonna go Garrick Higo. Saw well, Higo guy. I got. I saw some. You know, good stuff last season. Uh, you know, when I'm working from home. And it's Thursday, Friday. I love my 7.30 wake-up calls with European Tour Golf on. So I do get a watch. watch Because he plays Garrett. Uh, or Garrick. <laughs> right? Am I right there? Yeah, it's it's Garrick. Yeah. <laughs> not Garrett. Garrick uh, plays on the European Tour. So I get to watch him a little bit there. Uh, he's due for a win. He, had, I believe it was the U S open. Uh, he, he went on a little run there on Sunday just to give John Rahm a little, uh, little scare. And then he fizzled out there, uh, at the, at the tail end, but it's tough to close those, especially when you're, it's like your first major. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, he's due at any time. And I think, it, you know, being a windy course and playing in Europe all the time, he kind of maybe has a little bit of an advantage. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's a solid pick. I mean, I'm kind of shooting in the dark here this week. <laughs> we yeah, oh, oh so, yeah. Yeah, Um. let's see. My second pick. Hmm. My second pick, I'm going to go with between two of them right now. I'm gonna go with Adam Hadwin. <clears throat> uh, probably other than uh, like what Patrick Reed. Yeah. Probably the biggest name out there, right? Yeah, I mean, I'd say so. Adam Hadwin, uh, Canadian, very solid. Um, you know, he was the Canadian till our boy Corey Connors showed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I very solid pick. He's another one, uh, and we can say this about a lot of guys, but he truly is one that can go out and win anytime. You never, you know, he won't show up. He won't show up. And then he'll post a couple top tens. Right. Uh, and then he won't, he'll be gone for a while and then he'll just come right back. Uh, which, you know, some guys that's perfect. Yeah. Just playing consistent. You're making good money. Uh, you know, money that you don't really, you know, you don't have to, you're making good enough money that you don't have to worry about money and you get to travel and play golf. Yeah. Uh, he's due. He's gonna get a couple wins in his career. I, I agree. Uh, if he gets it this week, though, I'm officially done playing pickums. I'll put it that <laughs> way. All right. All right. My next pick. Um, I mean, I think at this point, whoever bets on golf, I don't bet on golf personally. But I don't either. I mean, I tune in our podcast. We're three for three this week. I know. No kidding. Past I also would. So if, we narrowed it down to the top ten for you guys. <laughs> If he also or uh, knock on wood, if they legalized um, like sports betting, you know, like Michigan up there, like you can download FanDuel, oh, yeah, and man. then yeah. I would bet on golf a little bit like that, yeah. like you know, fifty bucks Jordan Spieth every week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my it's not s- a bad pick for the Masters. He's always up there. Always. Uh, my second pick. Good season last year. He is due due for a win. Uh, he's he's been in the mix. He's kind of faltered. He's been in the mix and took it to him and just got outplayed at, at the you know the end. Dylan Fratelli. 
Man, he took one of mine. I know I did. He's a solid pick. Um, Very good pick. He he's you know like we said it's 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 slim pickings for for guys that aren't new to the tour and haven't made a name for themselves. But Dylan Fratelli has been around for a couple years now. Uh, Those shades will come in handy this week. It's going to be sunny. <laughs> 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 well, that was so corny. Gonna be sunny. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Chet. Third pick. Third pick. Okay. Third pick. Oh, I had it. Had mine. Third pick. It's gonna be. Where did he go? Oh yeah, it was gonna be Dylan Fertelli, and he took that. Okay, I'm going to go with – man, I'm struggling this uh, week. Yeah, there's a lot of guys I've never even heard of. Um, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. You ready? Ludwig Abag. <laughs> <laughs> never heard of him. I'm going to go with the guy who took the green jacket from Jordan, unfortunately. White pants that week, Danny Willett. Uh, He's yeah. a good guy. Good guy. Even though he took it from – our man, but and not a bad pick either. Uh, for those that don't know, you know he won the 2016 Masters and then uh, really kind of just fell off the face of the earth. Right. Uh, but he's really battled back. Uh, I saw an interview on the European Tour Twitter that actually, you know, he went into a real bad headspace after he kind of lost it after the Masters, and uh, you know he's turned it around. He's he's getting you know he's making cuts and he's consistently getting up there top 25 top 10 here and there uh great pick great pick um and without a doubt one of the bigger names out there yeah for my third pick you know i'm just taking a taking a dart and throwing it at the board here (laughs) um i'm going kira deck Happy Barn Dude, Rat. I love Kyrdek. I'm pretty sure the whole golf world loves Kyrdek. Happy Barn Rat. Uh, he is an absolute – who's lost some weight, by the way. Yeah, he I looks good, He man. looks real good. Uh, Kyrdek, was, he's a hes a very large man. Yep. But a little less large than he used to be. He looks he looks really good. Looks he's good. been putting some work One in. One of the purest swings I've ever seen. Oh, my cow. He makes it look easy. Dude. Uh, but the the best part about him is hes he carries – Carries a big old vape vape mod and just blows clouds on it's the course. Interesting, but and his last name's Appy Barnrat, and I, I don't know why, but it just has a nice little ring to it. <laughs> uh, oh my cow! All right, Chatterbug. So fourth pick for me. Fourth pick. I'm gonna go Scott Stallings. One of the other stinger masters in the uh, game, an absolute stinger master. So that'll definitely come into play this week for sure. And he also is, um, you know, he's kind of in that little club that you know, Brooks Dude. and DJ's Dude. in. Where yeah, he's huge. He's jacked now. As golf announcers would describe him, that guy's a linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> Which Dude, golf announcers are so cringy now. I can't take it. That he's not a linebacker, I promise he's you. He's not, but he definitely looks a lot better than what he did. Yeah, and for a golfer, he's he's, he's very yeah, he's very in shape. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, we're getting we're getting real real low on the totem pole here. I know. My last pick, I'm just going off the wall. Uh, I'm gonna go two off the wall here. My okay. my next pick is gonna be Patrick Rogers. That's not off the wall. I love Patrick Rogers. 
he's the kind of guy who seems like sits in the back, tries to make a charge. He's kind of like roller coaster. It almost seems like. Oh yeah, yeah. he's a good player. He's absolutely. He, a he good can player. be in the mix for sure, but I just feel like he's kind of always in the middle of the pack. I think so he he, I, he strikes out. me as a guy who who gets hot and then something yeah. goes a little wrong right, and right, it right. really sticks yeah. with him. But these are the weeks where that can change and he can go out there and and take care of business. And I hope he does because I want to pick the winner. I yeah. It needs to be me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cheddarbug, last named, pick. This guy named McGreevy. That's a sweet last name. Yeah, he was de- destined to be something cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. I am going to go with... Bo Hogue. Did I take it? <laughs> Oh, Hogue. He sure did. He took. So, gosh dang it. <laughs> uh, fun fact about Bo Hogue. I have another fun fact then after that. This, uh, this past golf trip we took to Myrtle Beach, he actually held the course record at TPC Myrtle Beach. Mm. Um, he shot like 63 out there. That's cake. It's easy. It, yeah, I mean, I shot like 61 from the whites. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No, I shot 85. Yeah. It, it was very tough. Um, That's crazy. But it is kind of it is cool to see, you know, when when he does get screen time because it's not very often. Right. Uh, it's cool to see somebody that, you know, you played the same course as and he right. held the course record there. That's yeah. that's just cool. For sure. Yeah. So another fun fact is Brock, my brother, went to the Corn Ferry Championships at Scarlet and Gray course, mm-hmm. Columbus, Ohio State's course. And his caddy was the uh, golf coach at Ohio State. And he ha- actually happens to go to the same church as Brock. So, a little fun fact. Wow, that yeah. is fun. I did not know that. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. That is cool. I, it's always cool to have a little bit of um, personal connection to some of these guys. Because yeah. as far as we're concerned, a lot of these guys, I mean – are they real? You know, like, yeah, or is this right. just are this just fake players that are on TV right. for entertainment? Uh, that's, we really don't actually think that, but some no. sometimes it is how it feels. Right. Um, oh, this is, I mean, this is tough. This last is pick. Last pick. You got Graham McDowell on the board. I got Tommy Ganey, two yeah. gloves, baby, two gloves. Lahiri, you got Duffner. Big I almost, Daddy Duff. I almost picked Duff. I also, I see Luke Donald. He's a he's a dude who who kind of Nick Taylor. Fell off. Brian Stewart, Peter Minotti. You know what? You know what? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. We've talked about him. We're giving him the respect he deserves, and I'm not even going to say wasting. I'm making my pick, Nick Watney. I'm doing it. I'm committing. The guy's winning this week. It's over. Let's give him a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. This guy's winning the FedEx Cup. (laughs) (laughs) We laugh now, but watch it happen. If he does? If, If he does, I will shave my head. Deal. I was hoping somebody would give me money. I oh. mean, <laughs> it's literally October 26th. If I made that pick, it's over. It's over. What do you do if he wins the FedEx Cup? Well, I would say buy a lottery ticket, but by that point, no. I mean, the luck's kind of ran out. That's all right. I don't know. We'll figure something out. I'll shave my head if he wins the FedEx Cup. Deal. And if not, I'll shave mine. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Henry's already bald, so yes. that won't work. Uh, I have some hair. Okay, okay. If if he wins FedEx Cup, you got to rock a Fu Manchu for a whole month. You I'll make it. I, I would rather do just the mustache. Okay. 
Steel. Okay, that's fine. I mean, yeah. Because I actually, I look, I can look decent with a mustache, all right? <laughs> uh, but to end our, our show tonight, um, little little brief anecdote here. So this past weekend, um, we took a took a trip down to Tennessee, Teleco Village. Not me, but uh, yeah, Chet, Chet didn't go with. So it was me, Grant, Jesse, who you've heard us talk about, uh, Justin Shudo, who is my old college roommate and just just one of my best friends, and two of his buddies from up in Michigan, or that state up north. Um, we went down. I didn't really know what to expect with these courses. Uh, impeccable. Uh, they are all pretty long, surprisingly, and uh, you know, I they it was so nice that I, I want to go back now. And it helps, you know, it helps of course that the weather was seventy five degrees and right. blue skies, no wind. Uh, nice. But we did did some best ball the first day. It was me, Grant, and Jesse, the Ohio boys versus the Michigan guys. Fired up a six under and missed like three or four or five footers for birdie. Um, Second day, we switched it up, tried to make it a little more competitive. Uh, shot even, and then I shot two under with my group the last day. And nice. the last hole, so we were tied. Group had finished. They were on 18 just watching. Uh, I hit an eight iron. We took my ball because I was with Shudo and uh, Scott. Our, um, and they, they both they can hit some good ones, but usually you know, they were, we were taking mine. Uh, but we each had about a 40, you know, obviously we all dropped from my, my ball on the green. We had about a 40, 45 footer up a slope, back down a slope, right to left. I'm aiming six and a half feet to the right and Shudo goes and this ball, I don't know how it didn't go in. It, it basically lipped out. Then Scott goes and the ball stops like two rotations from going in. And then I go and then basically stop. You know, an inch or two from going in. Oh a forty, like, like just three incredible. Jeez. And we'd had a couple drinks, and you know, you can imagine everybody's standing around the green, and we tell them like, "Hey, this is this is for us to win." I wanted it to go in just so we could get get just so excited. Just right. that's just the best part of their face. Just yeah. the best part of best it's ball right there. Man. Yeah. So uh, a great trip. I highly recommend it. A big shout out to Telco Village if you're listening. Thanks for hosting. There you go. <laughs> but uh, no, highly recommend Our checking. Our audience is in Tennessee. So Absolutely. Che- they should. Check it out. I mean, it was, it was you know, 300 bucks for lodging and three rounds on courses that 80 to 100 bucks for 18 holes. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So it, w- it was a wonderful, exp- you know, time. I, uh, you know, I made it back safe, but uh, it, was, it was a great time. So that's all we have uh, this week. We have the... Butterfield Bermuda Championship coming up next, you know, this this upcoming weekend. Tune in if you can, PGA Tour, um, Golf Channel, excuse me. And, uh, you know, I'm Henry Bourne alongside my good friend. I'm Chad Jamison. And uh, this is the Muni Pros Podcast. As always, thanks for listening, and we can't wait to talk to you next week. Take care, guys.